Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn, Associate Broker with Silver Creek Realty Group, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, good morning, hello, and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here, your host, editor of True Idaho News, where you can find lots of good information. And also, we're going to have lots of good information on this show today. Got some very interesting news for you from what's happening around Idaho. And in the second half of the show, I'm going to be playing for you part of my interview with Colonel John Mills. Colonel John Mills wrote a book called The Nation Will Follow, and it is about how to bring about a renewal to our country, and it all starts local. But before I get to that, I do want to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors. Uh, first up is thinkexodus.org. If you're looking for schooling options, online school, thinkexodus.org, they have a full K-12 option. And they also have an enrichment program for 5th through 12th grade. Both might be of interest to you, especially if you're tired of all the, all the wokeism happening in our school system, which I'll be talking about today. Their K-12 is fully accredited. It's taught by credentialed Christian teachers with Christian values. There's no political agendas, no woke indoctrination. ThinkExodus.org, full K-12. If you're already homeschooling, and you want some supplemental teaching, go ahead and go to look at their supplemental program for grades 5 through 12. That's only 20 bucks a month. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. You can cancel anytime. Learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. Also want to give a shout out to Picture Perfect Window Cleaning. They go above and beyond your expectations. Every technician is trained by the owner, Tom Lopak. As Tom says, your windows are going to be cleaner than you've ever had them. They also do gutter cleaning, screen repair, and pressure washing. So as spring's coming about and you'd like to look out those really clear windows and see those beautiful spring days, give Tom a call. I get a free estimate by going to windowcleaningboise.com, windowcleaningboise.com. You're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job over 250 bucks, or you can get 10% off your total bill, whichever's greater. Just tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show. Once again, that's windowcleaningboise.com. All right, as I said, we've got a lot of stuff in the news today. Let's start off by talking about this um, Lava Ridge project. This is an article you can find at Readout News. Readout News is an independent news source here in Idaho. They're up north. We have a nice partnering agreement with them with True Idaho News. So we share a lot of articles back and forth. But if you go to readoutnews.com, you can find out this information as well. We've had guests on this show talking about Lava Ridge. This is a wind farm that's going to be built, or at least they're projecting it to be built, in southern central Idaho. And we've learned a little bit about the developers of this project. For those that don't know, they're proposing 400 wind turbines. And I'm not talking about the standard 200-foot-tall wind turbines. These wind turbines are going to be 744 feet tall. It's going to be spread out over 75,000 acres of public land. Now, I don't know about you, 
when I drive to Southern Idaho, I want to see the beauty of the land. I don't want to look at wind turbines. It's just disgusting to the eye to me. Yet these things are going to be twice as tall as the Statue of Liberty. They're going to be taller than the Seattle Space Needle. And there's going to be 400 of them in Jerome County, Lincoln County, Minidoka County. It's going to be the largest wind farm in the world, biggest wind farm in the nation. I'm telling you, this is not something that, that we want to see in Idaho. And here's why. The energy that is going to be generated by these turbines will not benefit Idaho residents. The energy is going to be sent down to California and Las Vegas. So we don't get any of the energy, but we get all the impact to the environment, to the farming, to the hunting, to the flying. It's going to interrupt air travel. So I'm talking about making a big difference here, getting involved. The shell game that they're playing is very interesting. The Lava Ridge Wind Farm Project is being spearheaded by, get this, Magic Valley Energy. That sounds like a nice local board, right? But it's not. Magic Valley Energy is operating as kind of a shell for a project called Moonbeam Holdings. And it turns out that Moonbeam Holdings has a practice of taking citizen, uh, citizens' private land through eminent domain and using it for their own purposes. For those that don't know eminent domain, you know, that practice of taking your private property for quote, public use but then the developers are actually going to be using it for their own purposes. And it turns out that even Moonbeam Holdings is a shell for a, another organization called the Greater Yellowstone Coalition, which parades itself as an environmental group. They've been criticized for promoting uh, harm to the communities, and they've been accused of working with federal agencies to restrict access to public land and, of course, to limit economic development. So we've talked a lot about this on the show. I mean, I've had Tom Munz on several times to discuss it as well. It's going to have serious negative effects. We're talking problems with our grazing, farming, aviation, fire suppression, emergency communications, water. I can't believe that this, they're not thinking about how this is going to impact Thousand Springs out there. It's going to impact the roads, the travel, endangered species. And look at how many birds get killed by these windmills every year. It, this is sad to see how many birds get killed by these things. All in the name of green? I don't think so. Uh, but despite all the community pushback, they're pushing ahead with this, this Lava Ridge project. I'm going to encourage you to go to stoplavaridge.com. That's stoplavaridge.com. And look, read up on this. I guess they're collecting testimonies that they want to pre try to present to stop this. And the deadline for that is fast approaching. So, again, go to stoplavaridge.com to learn more. All right. The other thing I want to talk about big time is this misappropriation of government funds. This is painting the governor's office in not so good a light. You might remember there's these ARPA funds, the American Rescue Plan Act that was all this federal money coming in because of COVID. Did you notice that nobody heard from our governor during those times? And all this money, I had strong suspicions, was going to his cronies. And I, and I hate to say this, but it, it's turning out to be true. And so the legislator specifically allocated some of this money from ARPA that could be used for school-age kids, aged 5 through 13. But now looking at this a little closer now as to where this money's actually been going, 
There's a story in the Idaho Press that says, quote, in a guide for applying the program, the agency said eligible organizations must serve Idaho children ages 5 through 13. Well, guess what? They're teaching younger kids. And what are they teaching them? All sorts of stuff about masking, all sorts of stuff about gay pride, other kind of woke stuff that we don't want to be teaching our kids, these, these small, small kids. You've heard me say multiple times on this show before my, you know, I did started doing all this political stuff and talking about what's happening in our society. I was an executive coach for over 30 years. So it's been 34 years now. I've been working as a corporate trainer and executive coach. And one of the certifications I achieved in that was a motivational analyst. And in studying for that, we learned that the values people hold, the learned motivations happen between the ages of zero and four. So that means young kids getting all these impressions, these emotionally imprinted ideas, stick with them throughout their lives. And I can give you testimony after testimony on that. But suffice it to say, that's what's happening. Well, what happens when we teach these small kids all this gay pride and woke garbage? And I'm thinking our founding fathers would not have approved of what's being taught with this government, quote, money. We take a look at, you know, Leviticus 18.22. This is where it says that you know you should not lie with mankind as with womankind is an abomination. And we take a look at the original language, the Hebrew word is shakev, and it means sexual relations. And it's the same word that we find in Genesis 19, the daughters of Lot, so that they could be impregnated by Lot so to preserve his seed. It's the same word we find in Genesis 39, where Joseph's in Egypt and his master's wife tries to get him to sleep with her. And when he runs, she accuses him of trying to force himself on her. Same word. It's Shekev. And we're teaching that this is okay to our young kids. This is an abomination. Now, what's happening with all this? Well, Greg Cheney, you might remember this guy. He was a alleged Republican, puts himself out there as a conservative. He's nothing of the sort. He is supported by the Idaho 97% group which is, if you go to their own website, they all the stuff that they show, they're very extreme left-wing ideology. And they're supporting Greg Cheney. He's supporting them. So it's obvious what kind of values Greg Cheney holds. He has filed a lawsuit trying to prevent Raul Labrador's office from investigating these funds that are being used illegally. All this money, this uh, laugh giraffe or giraffe laugh program, is going to these young kids. And the Idaho Association of Young Children got $3 million with this. Hello? We're, we're giving all this money to teach small kids that it's okay to be gay and we're going to love everybody no matter what? I, when you look at scripture, this is not how this is supposed to align. So the Idaho's Attorney General's office is looking into this and they're trying to push back. Greg Cheney's office is trying to push back this is becoming kind of a black guy for the governor's office. We've got Dave Jeppesen as the director of health and welfare. He's, by the way, a political appointee. He was the senior vice president of sales and marketing for Blue Cross. Big component of IACI, the Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry. Total political appointee. Take a look at how much money they gave to these gay pride events. This is all coming back to the governor's office. Turns out that a lot of this money is being used illegally and needs to be investigated. 
So I'm hoping that uh, Raul Labrador's office goes big with this. Um, move on to the Meridian Library. You might have read at True Idaho News, and I strongly recommend you go to trueidahonews.com and take a look at this. The Meridian Library has been advocating pornography. I'm, I'm using that word. They don't use that word. And when you look at the books, my gosh, that's almost exactly what it is. All the, the graphic illustrations of sexual acts in these books could be classified, in my opinion, as pornography. And this group called the Concerned Citizens of Meridian is asking that these books be restricted from free access, that for kids to get to them, they have to have parental permission. The Meridian Library Board is saying no, repeatedly. You can go to trueidahonews.com and read the timeline on this. But finally, after going to the city council and the mayor and everybody and not getting any kind of help, no redress of grievance, they finally filed a petition with the Ada County commissioners and you know, have a new board appointed so they'll do something about this. Unfortunately, the library board is lying to the people. They are telling the public that this this, this uh, commission wants to shut down the library. That's not what they want to do. They want to dissolve the board. They don't want to shut down the library. All right. Um, this is the stuff is why we have to get involved locally. And that's why I want you to listen to my interview with Colonel John Mills. I had him on my Keep the Republic TV show this past week talking about his book and what we need to do locally to help change America. And for us, it's to help change Idaho. Let's go ahead and listen now to my interview with Colonel John Mills. I've been bragging on your book and I and I tell it, I, I was at dinner last night with some friends and I, I told them the same thing. I said, you got to get this book. Um, and I want to ask the producer to put the cover back up again, because this is, again, a book that people need to get and read, and the nation will follow. Okay, it seems kind of like a weird title, right? The nation will follow. The nation will follow what, right? That's what the book's about. And Colonel, in that book, you talk about getting back down to the grassroots level. Here's Donald Trump. He's talking about changing stuff at the top. He's got these 10 things to help get rid of the deep state. Uh, Colonel, you're talking about from the bottom. So, okay, let's let's just hope that Trump gets reelected and he can start chipping away some things at the top and squeezing down this way. Wouldn't it be nice to fight the deep state on two fronts? That your book's about doing it from the grassroots level. Now, I've seen that happen successful. Um, tell us a little bit about the structure of your book and what people can do locally. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's secure your county and the nation will follow. Secure your county because every citizen wants to know, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? It's, it's, it's a swamp in D.C. I said, that's right. It is a swamp in D.C. Focus on where you live. Every citizen, what do I do? I said, get involved in these stupid, boring meetings. This is where the cancer begins. This is where it all starts. It's and because most citizens are not even showing up, much less actually asking it, asking a reasoned, thoughtful question. So get involved. These seven centers of gravity, school board, county council, election board, registrar, judges, sheriffs, prosecutors, attend these meetings, get to know these personalities, ask them questions, ask them questions, because to be honest, they rarely are getting any feedback or questions. Secure your county and the nation will follow. Right now, the entire nation 
is wrapped around the fingers of three corrupt counties, Maricopa in Arizona, Fulton in Georgia, and Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. So we've got to fight for those counties. Yes. So to your point, we've got a gal that moved here. She's a political refugee from one of the three provinces of Western Libertarity on the West Coast, moves to Idaho. She's just a fireball. She's a firebrand. She's she just wants to get in there and make a difference. And she was gonna, you know, start doing things at the state level and solid Christian. She's praying and she feels like God says, take care of your own backyard. So she took that as fix the county. And she did. She came in, the county she was in was run by establishment Republicans. And in our state, this is amazing. We have a four to one ratio of registered Republicans to registered Democrats. That's huge. Well, the Democrats and the left-leaning people in this world have figured out that if you want to run for elected office in our state, you have to put an R after your name to do that. And they do. And so we have a whole bunch of establishment squishy rhinos in this particular, well, throughout the state, but especially in this particular county where she was. She got in there and she rallied a couple half a dozen people who rallied another half a dozen people each. And they got that whole county turned around this last election. They took it over. It's now a staunchly conservative county. There you go. Your book goes beyond just doing that, which you have to do. And I talk about precinct committeeman positions all the time. It's more, so much power there. But uh, your book also talks about the elections mm-hmm. and being rabidly <laughs> focused on elections. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, and this is the concept. Again, I, I have to bring up the precinct project is great, is awesome. I talk about the seven governance centers of your county. The precinct project and a GOP is an eighth. That isn't the eighth element. That's your that's your political party. I don't really talk about that because I know uh, the precinct project is really addressing the GOP. But it was the GOP who fought me when when the registrar resigned. I got a nasty letter from the GOP. And so, and I forced out two GOP chairs in a row just because they all they were, they were, I wasn't, the Democrats weren't even saying boo to me. It was the GOP, the GOPers. So that's an eighth course, uh, that's an eighth line of effort is, is the, is the precinct project. But on, on, this is when I kept on bashing my GOP about, um, sworn election officials and working behind the counter at elections. They go, ah, why do we need to do that? We have these, uh, election observers. And it's like, yeah, totally worthless. Totally worthless. American citizens, do you, do you, which do you think is more important? Working behind the counter, counting the votes, or being some amorphous person who wanders around being an elected observer? Which is more important, in, in front of the table or behind the table counting the votes? You want to be a sworn election official. And it took me about four years to bash the GOP, but we didn't have equivalency. In Virginia, you have to have equivalency on elect sworn election officials who they're you know, temporarily deputized citizens who come in, take an oath of office to run the election. Most of those are just basic citizens. And for some reason, this was just, uh, you know, they couldn't understand the concept. But I'm for years, for 2004, I've been in a sworn election officer. 80-20, we can't find a Republican behind the counter. And what the, what's going on here? <clears throat> so it took a long time to get people involved. So that's what first and foremost, depending on your county structure and rules in your state and your county, get behind the county, the counter and work running the elections and right. start understanding, you know, what processes. Uh, so if things are not following the process, understand the process. 
And then you start questioning, well, who's not following the process and what's not being followed and why aren't they? And how do I challenge that? Do I challenge it to I go to a judge? Do I go to the sheriff? Get to know your sheriff. I talk to my sheriff regularly. Talk to your sheriff. Sheriff is very influential. You, you don't like something? Bring somebody to court. T took, last time I brought somebody to court, it cost me $80. $80. I'm sure you can, the, the group can scrape together $80 to bring somebody into court if they think somebody's not following the laws, one of the election officials. So uh, that's where you've got to get behind the counter on elections, understand the process in detail, and understand where your process is broken. And a lot of times it's laws that are vague laws that are vague. So sometimes you need to encourage your legislature for new laws that have more specificity because you have vague laws and the local registrar who runs elections can do what they want because you have vague laws. Well, you got to get that fixed. Mm -hmm. But to your point, I've got a friend who decided to do just that and she got in there and she was a vote counter and she was looking at all the ballots coming in and um, she was surprised at the overwhelming number of people working there who, at first glance, you could obviously tell that they were not on the same team as you and me. Um, they were definitely working for the other side. That was the mindset. And when one is not accountable to a holy God, okay, you know, who knows your every thought, your every motive. If you don't have that accountability, then cheating is very much an option for, for some of those people. So you have to have the morals and the ethics in place. And, and one of the things, you know, we, we as you point out, you know, we, we have led on these, these people who get elected and they're, they're elected office and that's their job. We say, oh, that's their job. They get, that's what they get paid for. I'm not getting paid to do that. That's their job. No. As you point out, this is our government. It's a bottom-up government. We are the one, and even if we don't get paid, so what? If we care about our country, we need to get involved. If we sit back and say, oh, well, that's his job, and then he screws it all up, and we ended up with Joe Biden in office or somebody else, um, and we sit back at our keyboards, and we're keyboard warriors and say, someone needs to fix that. It's like, well, no kidding. But sitting behind your keyboard typing that doesn't fix it. We've got to get out there and make a difference. Uh, in, in the closing minutes, one more thing, if you were going to ask people to read one or, one or two chapters out of your book, which one or two would you tell them to read? Oh, I think the one about a uh, uh, dinner in London, uh, uh, the conversation in the Pentagon, uh, which which really made me realize things, uh, con uh, their conversation in the A-ring. Um, I think those are the most important uh, ones to kind of explain how I came to understand the deep state. And then uh, the later chapters on uh, on uh, the action plan uh, for how do you start instilling and how do you start incorporating this into the uh, into uh, your county? I think those are those are some of the most the, the most important ones. I, I very much enjoyed reading your book and I'm going to strongly encourage it. Uh, Colonel, how did, if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, did you want to put out any website or any kind of thing, ways for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, on the, the website is the nationwillfollow.com, the nationwillfollow.com. And uh, I mean, there's the email for me on, on that site. I'm also Colonel Rhett John on Getter, Colonel R-E-T John on Getter and Truth. And uh, we can start communicating that way. Uh, I also run the National Election Integrity Association, uh, so that uh, website, uh, 
neia.us neia.us done great colonel john mills it's been an honor to have you on the show today thank you so much for joining me daniel thank you sir very much looking forward to being on your show again thank you Again, that was my interview with Colonel John Mills, author of the book, And the Country Will Follow. I'm going to tell you where you can watch that entire interview. It's an almost an hour long, very informative. Uh, but before I do, I want to give a shout out to Michael Hahn, associate broker with Home River Realty, a sponsor of this show. Whether you're a buyer or a seller, you can feel confident that Mike's going to keep your best interest in mind and represent you with integrity, determination, and creativity. If you're selling, Mike's going to help you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers and help determine the best price that the market will bear. And if you're buying, Mike's going to help you find the property or properties that meet your investment strategy. Reach Mike at IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. Thank you, Mike, for sponsoring. And also, Conservatives of. They've been a sponsor since the beginning. A lot of our conservative Christian legislators are in office right now because of the help of conservatives of. If you'd like to help with that effort, please go to conservativesof.com and make a donation. It's that kind of stuff that makes a difference in our state. Conservativesof.com. And while you're there, tell them thank you for supporting the Keep the Republic show. Like I said, if you wanted to catch the entire interview with Colonel John Mills, go to keeptherepublic.us, keeptherepublic.us. I can't stress enough the need to act locally. I came across a quote recently from a guy named Neil Maxwell, who was in the Navy, and in 1978, he said, decrease the belief in God, and you increase the numbers of those who wish to play God by being society's supervisors. Such supervisors will deny the existence of divine standards, but they are very serious about imposing their own standards on society. Well, amen to that. And we can make a difference by bringing back godly standards if we get involved. So please check out the entire interview with Colonel John Mills at keeptherepublic.us. That's it for today. This is Dr. Daniel Bobinski on Keep the Republic. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn, Associate Broker with Silver Creek Realty Group, and ThinkExodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.